Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 330. And away. We go. Everybody, welcome to another episode of A Shot of Wrestling. I'm your host at Mugday Party. And ladies and gentlemen, let me just say, it must be really good to be Hollywood. Joining me tonight, rocking his brand new, bright green, number eight, Aaron Rodgers, New York Jets jersey, the one and only Hollywood, Mr. Mark Schwann. How you doing, buddy? Congratulations to you. Well, well, as you can see, I am not wearing a number eight jersey here. We don't don't record this part, so then he can't see it, so it's fine. Well, I mean, eventually it's going to be recorded. I okay. mean, they're going to see. They're going to see. I'm not an Aaron Rodgers fan. Yeah, you got over that. But now you are because now it seems like everybody's excited now that it actually happened. I'm I'm personally not. I personally don't think this is going to end up the way Jets fans think it is. Now are you saying to your promise Jets fans that you're not going to support the yeah. Jets this season? It's hard. It's yeah, hard. It is. I say – well, there. here it is. Here it is. So I say that, and and I and I and I thought I meant it. And I hope I meant it. But here I am, like getting you know my emotionally uh, charged over the Jets draft and and and, and checking out mock drafts and, and doing mm-hmm. mock drafts even to see like what the Jets are going to do. Even after me saying that, like what am I doing? I thought like I'm not going to be rooting for the Jets anymore. But you know this is so ingrained in me. They were talking about decades of me being a Jets fan. So like you know how how do you just automatically get rid of that? <laughs> you don't, you right? Take, you can take the douchey Jets fan out of Long Island, but you can't take the Long Island out of the douchey Jets fan. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah. It makes sense somewhere down the road in there. It does make sense. But how do you feel? I mean, the Dolphins didn't have a draft pick, and uh, yet they still had a better draft than the Jets. How do you feel? Oh, I'm, I'm cloud nine. Cloud nine. Can't yeah. wait. We don't need a first round draft pick. We got the, the squad <laughs> we have. Take it. We traded away Tunstall a couple years ago, and we got like five dominant players. We're fine. I texted a friend of mine with the, the news broke about Aaron Rodgers. I texted you right away. I texted a friend of mine right away, and because he, he was the same feeling towards Aaron Rodgers, you did. Oh, okay. That he doesn't hate him, but he's like it's not worth him being there for a year. He would like to have Aaron Rodgers on the team if he was going to teach Zach Wilson something, but he's not. That's not the guy he is. So right, he, he goes. It's just crazy how the announcement came out today, and he's already the best quarterback in Jets history. I'm like, yeah, you think about the Jets quarterbacks. Yeah, it's a. Uh... Brett Favre was on the team. Brett Favre did a damn good job until he got hurt. But the the, the thing is, we should automatically assume, and this is what I blame Tom Brady for this. Just because Tom Brady played till he's 45 at such a high level, we automatically think that Aaron Rodgers can do the same. You know, Aaron Rodgers is going to be 40 years old this year, right? There's no guarantee that he's going to do well. There's no guarantee. I mean, we, we saw last year the, the fall off with him. I know people are going to blame, oh, but he was injured with a thumb. Oh, he didn't have the he's not saying with the receivers. He's not saying it's going to be a great season. He goes, look at the resume of Aaron Rodgers and every other Jets quarterback since. He's the best Jets quarterback in history. Going resume alone, that's true. That's kind of sad. He hasn't he took one snap yet. 
but congratulations, buddy. Congratulations. When they're in the playoffs, Brett Favre. When they're when they're in the playoffs, I'll come to your house and have a party with you as you celebrate. I said this to so uh, to one of my friends from back home. Ten wins, no playoffs. That's my prediction for the Jets. Looking at their schedule. Fair enough, man. Because there's 18 games now, right? Right. It's a tough year, man. You got still the Bills dominating, although people are saying they're on the decline. The Dolphins are on the upcline. So it's going to be tough, a tough division. I'm looking forward to the battle. Can't wait, buddy. Can't wait for football season. Same here, my man. I'm, I'm following the second round of the draft. Well, third round now of the draft right now as we speak. So I mean, For your football season, because I'm looking forward to the Dolphins season. Can't wait. But this weekend, we got the semifinals of the XFL Championships, week three of the USFL. You know, I'm trying oh, to say, buddy, we're, we're, after, we're like, running out of time for my, the intro, man. We got, we got to wrap it up. We have to wrap it up. The draft, after the shitty week I've had, man, you got to stay focused. You got to look at the positives. The class have full, Marcus. We've got a lot of football right, this weekend. Can't wait. Time is up. Yeah, this fucking hater. Haterade on his desktop. But anyway, what was trending this week? All right, buddy. So, Logan Paul was trending. Our personal favorite, right? Louis Dangor at the Louis Dangor. Logan Paul's return to WWE and next feud have been locked in by Triple H now that he signed a contract ex- extension. Report notes that fans might be surprised with when the 28-year-old YouTube megastar shows up next. But what does that mean exactly? Who will be Logan Paul's next feud be with? I can't think of anybody offense. There's gonna be like, is it gonna be a classic name like a Rey Mysterio, like a veteran, or it's gonna be some young up and comer like a Karrion Cross? We don't know. We're going to wait for Fallout with the draft to happen. I don't even know what show he's going to land on. Unless he's right. immune to brand exclusivity because he's who he is. I mean, I just try to... I mean, he has some A-plus views of the top names already. What top names are even left? Yeah, no, agreed, Putty. I, I don't necessarily think, though, that he would be brand... Ex- uh, necessarily, like, you know, be able to go on both brands per se, because, you know, if Roman Reigns is tagged to one brand and, you know, Logan Paul will definitely be as well. As far as, you know, when and where we'll see Logan Paul next, one has to think it would probably be maybe Money in the Bank. Maybe he's the Money in the Bank winner. You know, be saying as a surprise, I don't think any of us would necessarily see that coming. No. You know, but- obvious choice would probably be, you know, um, Crown Jewel would probably be a logical choice. The last Crown Jewel with what happened, him being in the main event against Roman Reigns. See, that was the big shocker to me. You know, being thrown in such a big capacity match so soon. It's like, where where do you go from here, actually? Anywhere. Anywhere he wants. He showed up. He had a great performance. He didn't suck. He could do anything now. He could go toe-to-toe with Roman Reigns. He could go toe-to-toe with anybody. So... I'm trying to look at the roster right now to find out pick of a name. I can't find anybody who sticks out. Oh, so does he do NXT? No, no right? No. Where does he's a bad guy? Ball. He's a heel, so he has to be a good guy. Hmm. 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 Cody Rhodes. Yeah, that's it. That's the next guy on the list. Roman Reigns. It has to be Seth right? Rollins. Cody Rhodes. Is... Yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. That'd be shocking, actually. And then what, though? Logan Paul definitely needs to win his next feud. Like, he's taking enough L's at this point. Yeah, that's true. Would a win over Cody Rhodes, like, what does that do, though? You know, that that would hurt Cody Rhodes. Would it? I mean, so, as the story goes, I mean, Cody Rhodes is allegedly main eventing WrestleMania 40 again with Roman Reigns. But now they're on opposite brands, as we saw in the draft tonight. 
drafted uh, Cody and Raw, Roman and SmackDown. Don't necessarily know how that winds up being the case. Or a Rumble. So maybe not. Is he winning back to back? Wouldn't be the first time. Wouldn't be the first time, but like I feel like in today's day, I think that would get soured upon, don't you? Not if it's Cody Rhodes. I mean, we still have like a whole year left to go before that happens. So I don't know. So Cody's next thing is with Brock Lesnar. Oh, it's Logan Paul going to go against Brock Lesnar. That'd be tough. That'd be tough. That would be an interesting match. That would be. But I feel Logan Paul would have to win. And I don't know how that's possible against Brock Lesnar. But that would be intriguing. You'd you'd want to see that. I think a lot of people would want to see Brock Lesnar like rip this guy in half. What about Gunther for the IC title? Oh give man, some, give him some gold around that man's waist. So yeah, I, I think that's probably going to be a thing, right? I think Logan Paul is going to be. If, if it's surprising, it's probably going to be Money in the Bank or for him to win a championship, a la against Gunther that Intercontinental Championship. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That should be a different different clash of styles there. That'll be interesting to watch. Oh, man. I could watch that for sure. But you know, we'll see what happens next with Logan Paul. I'm sure it's going to happen soon enough. Plus, next you, up you here, the, what's true? You have the intro to that, the guy who was in the prime, CSI, whatever his name was, KSI, that his brother can, can feud off against uh, the other two guys from Imperium. It makes sense. It writes itself. There it is. So moving on here, Naomi. A.K.A. Trinity Fatu, or Trinity, as she, I think she's going by now, Draven at Wrestling Covers. Trinity just made her Impact Wrestling debut at tonight's tapings in Chicago. This will air Thursday night. Buddy, will Naomi, excuse me, will Trinity take over the Knockouts Division Impact? It's a tough division. Talked about it last week, talked about it numerous times. It's a tough division. I don't know how long this deal is for. If it's like a couple appearances, maybe like a two-month deal. Probably not, but if it's like a lengthy deal, definitely. I mean, she'd probably run through the roster right away to Deanna versus Trinity. Great feud right there. Everyone wants to see it. I mean, as of as of 20, 20 minutes ago, we want to see it. So, yeah, it should, it should be interesting. I'm looking forward to her, how she can handle herself against the likes of Jordan Grace, you know, Tasha Steeles. Yeah, it should be interesting, man. should be interesting. Masha Slamovich. Yeah. Here's <sighs> the thing. I mean, Trinity is a big name, right? You know, over a million followers on Twitter. Member of the Bloodline. Member of the Bloodline. She's been in WWE for years, right? But it, it, it seems like she would be the biggest name on that roster, but not necessarily the best wrestler. No. In the division, if you think about it. And not a knock to Trinity and her abilities, you know, she she's definitely over as a character. She's 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 tremendously athletic. She's not bad in the ring. But as far as like actual wrestling goes, you have some great wrestlers in that division right now. Yeah, and who better to learn from? Who better to Tonya Craft, which is a lot of people say, talked about it numerous times. I think um Scott DeMore always said it. People who are lost their way come to Impact to revive the character, to hone their craft inside the ring, because that's the place it is. That's what Impact's place in this business is. The place to go. And I think if she goes down there for a while, she train hones her craft, develops some sort of character, not just this glowy, like uh, raving, black-lighted character, actually develops some sort of concrete character, I think then we'll see her in WWE sooner rather than later, if she's good. I feel like that that was what was holding her back, because she does I, – I, I, I say character and, and charisma earlier before. I said she had, she had uh, the character. She has charisma. Absolutely. That, she has a lot of it. 
but she she only had certain she didn't really have a, a whole lot to work with in WWE as far as to show it. You know, she had the flashy entrance, she had to move set like you know, she you know, she, she there was an aura to her that you know you you like her, right? I feel like the most that we saw of a character per se in WWE was when she was um with Sasha Banks and Tamina uh Snooker. Oh, Team Bad? Team Bad, thank you. I was blanking on the name there. She was very entertaining on Total Divas. Yes, so yes, she, she was. She, she, her personality is there. Her character is there. She's a, a bright light, very funny, very enthusiastic, very outgoing. But I can't, for the life of me, think of a memorable Naomi promo. Right. I don't, right. Think, I don't and, remember and even cutting one. That. So here in Impact, this is a great place for her to chance to enhance her speaking abilities on the microphone. I'm not saying they're bad. She's saying that it's not memorable. I don't remember her talking. Well, it's just necessarily finding a character. I think that's what it is. Like, you know, finding a way for you to stand out, not necessarily just in the ring, but like, you know, as a character, like, you know, why should we care? Yeah. And that's the biggest thing. It's not necessarily what you just do in the ring. That goes a long way as well. But like, you know, the character really just has to stand out, and she never got a chance to. And I think this would be a great place for her to do so. You know, kind of like what Athena Palmer when she, you know, when she went to AEW now in ROH. You know, we're seeing a different side of her, and, and it's more memorable. Like, you know, we 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 want to see what she's doing over there, and I think this would be a great opportunity for Trinity to do so in Impact. Going to Athena, I don't think Athena really got a chance to show her or shine her abilities in AEW. Is when she went to Ring of Honor, that character's kind of developed. I guess mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a smaller pond. So I feel like it was it, it was kind of starting in AEW. There was a glimpse of it. Uh, to, towards it but yeah, it, yeah, there was, it, uh, there was a glimpse of it. It was honed in the banner of Ring of Honor. Absolutely. So looking forward Absolutely. to what uh, Trinity can do here in Impact. Looking forward to her future. Will she take over the division? Too soon to tell. But there's definitely a lot of matchups I'm looking forward to seeing. Moving on, Putty, to probably a reason why these two women that we just talked about didn't necessarily get the chance to shine in WWE, but... I digress. WrestleOps at WrestleOps. She's about this. WWE, Vince McMahon and other executives are facing a new lawsuit as they allegedly discriminated and retaliated against a black female writer for objecting to offensively racist and stereotypical jargon used in the scripts of black wrestlers, including Bianca Belair and Apollo Crews, according to a new lawsuit. These are damning allegations, buddy. This is trending all over the place for Vince McMahon. Not a good look whatsoever. Is this the final straw for Vince McMahon? No. The man has nine lives, bro, dude. He's immune. Wow. Nothing can take this guy down. He got he got he had to forcibly retire for this quote unquote sex scandal. And he still came back. I mean, I don't know what this is even as a lawsuit came out. Let's see what let's see what the let's see how it plays out. I can't I mean I can't imagine he's beating the government. Can he beat this? Of course he can. But then public perception matters a lot, too. You know, and, and he has – now he has a boss to answer to. They, they, has, they have the networks to answer to. You know, like th- this is this is a, a very sensitive world that we live in right now. And, you know, for something like this to come out, I mean, you, you, we've heard some stuff here about, you know, with uh, – what was it Mansoor? Um, yeah. The whole 9-11 thing, that, that was like a big secret. I mean, that's ridiculous. Uh, Bianca Blair, certain lines for her to say. Same with Apollo Cruz with the exa- exaggerated Nigerian accent. I mean, these are just examples that are coming up in a lawsuit. Not a good look here. And you know, based on like you know some of the things that we've seen, like Twitter, Twitter's being Twitter, and like you know they're, they're showing in the past of like some of the stuff that Vince McMahon has said and done. 
and and stuff that he's allowed in his programming. Should we be surprised by any of this? If it's true. Also, you're, you're talking as if this is gospel. We don't know if this is even true. Right. No. So allegedly, yeah. right? Allegedly, this is happening. This is a lawsuit that's being it could presented. could be disgruntled the, former the, employee exaggerating the truths. Um, but I don't. it could be true. I mean, it is kind of believable. Right. But is it true? We don't know yet. Well, that's if it is true, if it's decide. proven in the court of law that it is true, and he's held liable for has to pay whatever he has to pay, then yes, it is a bad look. It is a huge black eye on him. He has stood in front of a lot of bullshit in this past. He's defended everything. He's come out on top. This, if he's found guilty or liable, whatever the legal jargon is, huge black eye on him. And uh, it's going to be hard to come back from this, especially now that he has, he is not the man in charge, not the top of the mountain. He has a boss to enter to. And I don't know, man. Again, this has just came out a couple of days ago. We're hearing one side of the story. Again, it is very believable. When I was reading this stuff, I don't want to believe it, but it is believable. But I need to hear the other side of this. No, right. And I, I'm, I'm curious to hear what the other side would be. Like, you know, uh, would he then, like, you know, maybe blackball one of the, like, the lower writers? You know, oh, it wasn't me. It was, it was this guy or this woman that, that, that did this. You know, I, I, could, I could probably see that happening. But, again, ultimately it comes down to the boss. I mean, if, if true, I mean, does, does this change your perception of Vince McMahon at all if this is proven true? Uh, has, any, has any of this stuff that's come out? change your perception of him at all it's hard to say i'm a very loyal person and when i see when i think of Vince McMahon, i think the man i grew up watching and giving me what i enjoy watching and why i'm here with you unfortunately um but people change dude people change people uh it's look what happened to bill cosby dude america's grandfather right. america's father now he's persona non grata he's because he, he was found guilty wait till Vince McMahon is found guilty then i'll get back to this conversation wow okay so that's what it takes that's what it takes what if he settles Ugh. what if it's what if it's a kind of like a Fox Dominion case? What if yeah. he settles out of court? Then I'll think about that, man. I'll think about that. Again, because like, if he settles, a lot of people settle just to avoid the bullshit. But again, this is very believable. I could see this happening. Not all of they, it. They, they the, also, whole, the whole 9-11 stuff, I don't see what happening. The whole people putting people they in also settle. Stuff, I don't see that. They happening. also settle to save face. Like, you know, they don't want to go through the whole yeah, of course. public. Which is Fox's, like, you know, Fox's Fox, case, yeah. Yeah. Fox's case, definitely. They didn't want Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingram, or Sean Hannity taking stand because that would be very damning. And Vince McMahon, I, I think that would be the same case yeah. here. If, they, if anyone has to take stand, there, there could be a lot more stuff coming out that would make them look even worse. So, like, a, a settlement, yeah, it could go that way too, buddy. Like you said, they don't want to just drag it out. Or it could be the other case where it's like, hey, let's just uh, – what's, what's the price? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's, let's write a check for that. Let's, let's do that. A wise man once said everybody has a price. <laughs> uh but like you know it, it, it just the, the hits just keep on coming for vince mcmahon and, you know for me personally i'm gonna i'm gonna get my soapbox here it's these fucking billionaires man these billionaires i feel like they just get away with murder i put vince mcmahon in the same pedestal as i put donald trump like you know uh, you have all these things these negative things coming at you uh, they, they they all can't not be true right yeah. <laughs> like like oh they're they're lying they're lying. they're out to get me the states have to get come on how's a billionaire playing a victim <laughs> like <laughs> enough and I'm just using two examples there are plenty of other billionaires that I could put in the same category it's like I have had enough of this garbage and I can't wait to see them taken down wow okay tell me how you really feel they they think they're above the law they think they're above the law and, and you know especially. In this country, 
you know, everyone's held, everyone's supposed to be held to the same standard. And, and it doesn't necessarily, it should not matter how much money you have in your bank account for you to escape the law. And I, I, don't, I just, I just want to see justice served somehow, some way to one of these guys. <laughs> okay. See what happens again. This is brand new. This is what happened about two days ago as of, as of Friday, the 28th. So I'm sure more stuff will come out as it gets more and more down the line. I'm sure this is the last time we talked about this, too. I'm sure we'll talk about it many times in the coming months, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, something to keep an eye on. But, Putty, it, this was a very slow week. The Vince McMahon topic took up probably most of Twitter throughout the week. So that's all I have for what's trending today. Putty, do you have anything else you want to add to this? No. Let's get into uh, my favorite subject, television. It's time for this week's TV Takedown. Marcus, a lot of things happened this week on TV. What was trending? All right, buddy. Well, starting off with Monday Night Raw, the biggest thing that happened was there's a new championship. Did you hear about this, buddy? No, please fill me in. All right. Well, let's go to Cultaholic Wrestling at Cultaholic. Triple H unveiled a brand new World Heavyweight Championship on last night's WWE Raw with a new champion being crowned at Night of Champions. The WWE World Heavyweight Championship will land on whatever brand Roman Reigns doesn't doesn't during the WWE draft. So as we know, Roman Reigns drafted on SmackDown. That means this championship is going to be on Raw and USA Network. So, Putty, who's going to win or who should win the new World Heavyweight Championship? Obviously, the front runner is Seth Rollins. I believe I'm a, not alone in that. How he gets it, I don't know. Who he goes against, how they're going to crown a new champion. But I'm excited to see how the rest of the roster fills out for Raw. But, but Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins have to be two of the front runners. A lot of people shat on this when it was announced because they assume it's going to go to Cody Rhodes or Seth Rollins. They feel like it's going to be a consolation prize because they haven't beaten Roman Reigns. I don't know. I'm assuming apparently, that. apparently, that's how USA Network feels as well. Really? Uh, I, I would guess Seth Rollins. I mean, I can't imagine anybody off the top of my head unless it's going to be like a big surprise, like a Finn Balor again. He was the first Universal Champion. He got hurt. He got screwed out of it. Maybe this is how you recoup. Try again. Or maybe it's an upstart. Maybe it's an unknown. Give me some L.A. Knight action. Yeah. No, because then if if you do that with L.A. Knight, and I like L.A. Knight a lot, but if you do that with him, then it solidifies the fact that it is a consolation prize. I think, honestly, yeah, I was the best away. way <laughs> the best way to put legitimacy on this title, right, to, to not make it necessarily feel like a consolation prize, you got to go Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar automatically elevates his championship to a must-see championship. That's what it needs to be. No, then you're going back, negating everything Triple H just said, being a part-timer. You need a full-time, you're going to be defended champion week in, week out, pay-per-view after pay-per-view. Brock Lesnar doesn't necessarily have to have a long run. That's Brock Lesnar could could have, like, you know, so it's Night of Champions, right? That is when? That is? 27th. May? May 27th, right? So going to, so they're going to London next, I believe, right? For is it no, Money in the Bank? If there's no June pay-per-view, then no, but yeah. Right. So the next pay-per-view would be in London. You have to have Brock Lesnar in London. I, I, I think you have to. Okay. Right? To have him defend there. Next one is SummerSlam, I believe, right? Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Of course, Brock Lesnar would be SummerSlam. So if anything, you have two pay-per-views back-to-back where he could defend that. Why does this feel like a consolation prize when... The WWE Championship became exclusive to SmackDown when Brock Lesnar held it back in, what, 2002, 2003? And then they, they introduced 
the big gold belt. They introduced the World Heavyweight Championship. No one said that was a consolation prize. Why is this a consolation prize? Maybe the fact that Roman Reigns is just such a big megastar right now, and wrestling is bigger than ever at this point. And the fact that like Roman Reigns, Roman money, money talks. Uh, Everything's bigger than ever. Yeah, right. It's it's bigger than ever. Uh, Yeah, so is everything. Well said. But Roman Reigns is on top of the game. He's on top of the food chain in all of wrestling. And then the fact that you know he's narrowing down the thousand day mark, and no one's beaten him. So yeah, I I could see the point of someone saying, "Oh, well, this is a consolation prize because." Roman Reigns is the longest reigning champion. Like, it's it's not the same. I could understand the logic there. I'm having a tough time wrapping my head around it. He's, you're now we're going a thousand days, but he defends it what every thirty, uh, what every ninety days. He doesn't defend it that often. This belt's what he defended hey, week, month in and month out. Great sell by Triple H about talking about that too, though. That was a great point. Yeah, I thought that was great. Karrion, I, thought, I thought he sold it well. Karen Cross though mentioned on social media the fact that his name has been thrown around to possibly win this and he says hey it'll be a great honor and all but you know you're not necessarily the big dog unless you beat roman reigns he said so himself yeah so like that like a comment like that definitely devalues this new championship i think because i think everyone knows it's no secret that roman reigns is the guy and he's got the championship he's got the championship that everyone wants to take him down for because if whoever beats roman reigns it's going to be it's going to be historic but again, they need two belts. I understand that. So this is I'm I'm happy with this. I'm looking forward to it. But what what does the phrase go? It's not the championship that makes the man, it's the man that makes the championship. Let's see who wins. Let's see what they do with this. There's no champion here. Let's see who wins and what they can do with it. Are they gonna be like a mid with the IC title and elevate it? Or is it gonna be like Cesaro and like not do anything with it? So let's let's let's, right. let's, well, let's, let's hold judgment until I actually see who wins and give it two months to see who actually wins. Uh, what happens? Well, that that's why I think it's important on who wins it first. So it Ooh. doesn't necessarily feel like Ooh. that. It, it has to be someone of significance, and that's why I say Brock Lesnar right away. But moving on, Putty, going to NXT. Wait, I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. Oh, okay. Excuse or- me. <clears throat> I'm done. Okay. <laughs> going to NXT. Hey, your boy's pretty deadly. You've been trending. Yes, boy. Crispy Wrestling at Crispy Wrestling. Pretty Deadly got dumped in the lake and are about to get popped back up on the main roster, baby. What do you think of that whole, whole thing, buddy? I mean, they're pretty much, they were dead. Why are they my boys? But now here, all of a sudden, I mean, I like them. I never mentioned them on the show. I feel, I, I, I I mean, it's a good guess. If you have, if you're just assuming that's a great guess, but yes. But anyhow, so it, it does, word in the street is they're going to get called up to the main roster. Absolutely. Could Pretty Deadly be a top team on the main roster, whichever brand they're drafted at? I mean, I hate to repeat myself. But yes, boy, man, those that guys tore it up in WE NXT UK. A lot of letters there. From what I heard, we didn't watch it, but obviously they made a big enough impact. We know who they were. Not watching it, they come to NXT. They just take it by storm. Great personalities, great character, great mic work, great everything. So yeah, on a main roster where they're trying their best to rebuild some sort of tag team division. They have some sort of established tag teams. Why not take the best right now in the NXT? The Pretty Deadly? So excited about this. Yes, boy! So, is and there a particular here's, brand? Here's the, here's the other commentary for it. Go ahead. Negate everything I just said. Is there, is there a particular brand that you think they would excel at? No, not, a, not offhand. Especially since, since the titles are unified. I just can't really... I would probably... I see them more uh, on Raw for some reason. Yeah, I think Three because of their... 
yes. think because of their gimmick, I think they work better on Raw because like I feel like Raw is more of a variety act more than anything else, and they are more yeah. characters. True, huge characters, yeah. Yeah, so I I I automatically think Raw for them would be great. But you know, touching what you said about the tag team championship being unified, I, that might not be the case so much longer. I, I think there's it word that like they're gonna there there is word going around that it's gonna be the world tag team champions and then the WWE tag team champions. They're doing a split that up. Okay, yeah. that, that there's word about that. Are they splitting it up, or are they introducing new world tag team titles? We're gonna see what happens with there. Uh well, yeah, that's a good point too. But either way, it seems like each brand is gonna have their own good tag team as championship. But is the, is WWE big enough to have two separate divisions to keep it interesting enough to, to like you know to not necessarily have these recycled storylines or just have random wrestlers thrown together like hey we're a tag team now which is my biggest pet peeve I've talked about numerous times but there's not enough tag teams but there's a potential to have enough because there's a couple tag teams in NXT there's a couple of people who aren't doing anything that you can form maybe establish a tag team in NXT that bring them to the main roster but they had a they had, the tag teams are aren't great but they've been better than they have been in the last couple of years i'm excited about their potential and then you have a well-established dominant tag team and pretty deadly who've won dominated everywhere they go i'm excited about the future i'm excited about this yes boy so you see them you see them becoming tag team yeah, or do you see them more of like being like a being like a comedian hat like you know kind of oh. like like a fandango and, and tyler breeze which is what they are Kind of on the exterior, their exterior, a comedy act, a, a, a comedy duo. You saw them when they were hosting Stand and Deliver. They were comedic act. Right. They're, they're a comedic gimmick. They, they are, but, like but they, they, have can, established, they can go in the ring. They've established themselves in serious feuds, serious rivalries. They can go in the ring. They can deliver. They can win people over with their matches. Look at the Miz. Miz, but Miz was getting a This Is an Awesome chant against Seth Rollins. Again, granted, his half of the matchup was. But I think Pretty Deadly can definitely dominate. Pretty Deadly could win tag team gold or silver, whatever the color belts are. It is a thin, narrow line between comedic act and a relative tag team, like you said, with the Fandango. But I'm excited to see where this goes. I think the, the Miz is different because the Miz predates NXT. So well, he, yeah. he's I developed just, such a for, long for track record. But, like, you know, I, I feel like a lot of teams or, you know, people from NXT, when they get called up, don't necessarily get that serious. They, they have such a small window to succeed. And if they don't, then they're kind of floating around doing whatever. I, I I think pretty deadly they have to hit right away in order to be taken somewhat seriously. Otherwise, they're doomed to just be a comedic act like uh, Breezango. But moving on, but, but, buddy. But if you look at, the, look at the tag teams from NXT that have been called up, the Enzos, the Big Casses, and the Viking Raiders, and the Street Profits. Oh, God. Not, Viking Raiders almost, oh, Viking Raiders almost died. They did, but they came back. They, they're injury prone. They, they, came, they came back. Well, they, they were trying, they turned them into a, such a weird comedic act where they kind of like, Lost value for for me. It, it's hard to be still even invested in the Viking Warriors after like what happened. I'm starting to get into them, start starting to like what they're doing, you know. But also keep in mind that was also they got revamped when Vince McMahon was gone. So yeah, I don't know how timeline lines up, but I can see the Viking Viking Raiders. Here we are. I can see pretty deadly going the path of the Street Profits. They're that damn good. And you know, I I still don't even see so much with the Street Profits. I feel like the Street Profits they should be further along than what they are, in my opinion. Moving I, along, I like I, moving along. Yeah. I'm going to fucking right. rip your head off. Street Profits, one of the best tag teams in that division right now. Oh man, let's not get, let's let, oh don't get me started. Please do not get me started. We don't have time for this. Let's move on. Okay, moving on. The Street AEW. Profits. 
I knew it. I knew it. Let's go for it. No, Let's go no, for it. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I mean, how, look, look at the ability. Oh, whatever. Go ahead. I, you just slapped me in the face with that insult. My wants to watch it three good? years ago. Oh. Yeah, you, you don't want okay. the smoke. You don't want the smoke. You do not want the smoke. I do want the smoke, but no. at the same time, we're pressed for time. Yes, we are pressed for time. Let's move on, please. Okay. So, Fightful Wrestling. The Street Fightful, Profits, so. though. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm good. Adam Cole and Roderick Strong reuniting just feels right. Roderick Strong made a surprise appearance on AEW Dynamite this past week. Uh, I think everyone was shocked because of the fact that we were all under the assumption Roderick Strong was still under contract with WWE. Yeah. Apparently, people in WWE were shocked as well to see this happen because they were like, I feel like he was, oh, his contract's up. Oh, that's weird. I don't know how that happens, but anywho, this is the case. Roderick Strong, Adam Cole reunited. Putty, how do you feel about this? Fantastic. I love Roderick Strong. We weren't really watching NXT when the Undisputed Era was a thing. I think we kind of called it in the tail end of their dominant run. But Adam Cole, baby, and you know Roderick Strong together. Roderick Strong was the last holdout in NXT of that group. But the rumors were people weren't too high on him backstage. What That's when Vince and I think Bruce Pritchard took over for some reason. And they put him in this faction of the Diamond Mine, which quickly fell apart because they released, I forgot his name now in AEW, but Malcolm Bivens. They lost uh, Hachi Man, the, the trainer. And then they got his ass beat. He got destroyed and was in a hospital for months for some random reason. Attacked in the backyard um, parking lot. Always a parking lot. Yeah. Especially in NXT. Jesus. But yeah, I think he deserved better than he got. For some reason, he was bigger, bigger talent than they, what they saw him as. And now he's in AEW, reunited with Adam Cole, baby, which is a thing, a perfect fit. But going back to what I was worried about with um, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, make sure he's treated as an equal, not a sidekick to Adam Cole, baby. Let's see, let's see how and they book him going forward. He's not only just reunited with Adam Cole, but he's also reunited with his wife, yeah. former BCW World Heavyweight Champion, Marina Shafir. Which makes sense. Post with her. Yeah, post, so posts on Instagram with her and her husband, excited. It's it, it a feel-good moment all around. Yeah, I mean, you, and we, you, you want to see that happen. We do a wrestling podcast here, as obviously, because you're listening to us. We kind of have to be up to date on what's going on in wrestling. And most people are. We just give it to them on a silver platter here. But yet, there was no mention of his release. There was a no, there was a reason why, and I forgot, I read a couple of days ago why, but I forgot what it was offhand. It was a stupid reason. But there aren't surprises much here in wrestling, and this was a big surprise. Props to AW for pulling it off. I think fans were confused because they didn't necessarily get such a big pop right away. Like, wait, what? Is that? What? Yeah, it seemed weird. What? Yeah, it was slow build. Yeah, it, it, was, it was slow build. And then, like, when uh, when they hugged. Yeah. When, when Cole and Strong hugged in the middle of the ring, I, I think they just lost their minds. Like, no, this is happening. Because also, Roger Strong it isn't was, a big was, enough name to know from mainstream people to know who he is, but you think AEW no, fans would know who he is. Right. And they were probably... Bur- so so now, what does this mean, though? So, like, you know, Kyle Riley, he's out on the shelf, but, like, one has to think he might be coming back soon? I would assume he has to, right? Timing's there. Right? Bobby Fish is gone it's, somewhere else now. Bobby Fish was an impact, but is he still an impact? You, you follow that more than I do. No, I think he was a short-term deal. It was, like, a couple, like, a handshake deal, came in for, like, a month or two, and then bounced. So what bar is he at that just got knocked down the door? Like, hey, Bobby Fish, you're with us. Yeah, I mean, ka-ching, right? Paycheck. Right. I don't know where. I don't know where. I haven't heard, see, I haven't heard his name since he left Impact. I don't know where he well, is. Bobby, Bobby Fish was sounded like he was pretty disgruntled at AEW. Yeah, exactly. That's why he went to a, a, uh, Impact. Right. So I don't know that bridge is burned. We'll see what happens. Mm. I don't. I, again, I haven't heard anything about Bobby Fish's name since he left Impact. 
that that would be money, as you said. You know, the undisputed era, or what would they be called? I forget, Red Dragon, right? Oh yeah, that was yeah that that was a tag team of O'Reilly and Fish. I don't know what the tag team with Adam Cole baby. I'm, I'm blanking right now, blanking right now. But like to have that feud against Jericho Appreciation Society would be sick. A yeah, that blood and guts match, maybe. Uh, how many how many blood and guts matches you gonna put Jericho through, my man? <laughs> I mean, how many casket matches have you put Undertaker through? Make it your <laughs> That's match. True too. That's very true. But you know, something like that would would be money. It would definitely sell. Uh, say something like I don't know, London maybe when they go. But um, we shall see what happens there. Something to keep an eye on. Moving on, Putty to SmackDown. The draft was tonight. But surprisingly, the draft itself wasn't the thing that was trending the most. That's you know what's trending the most? That's surprising. Funny? Great draft tonight. It is surprising. So, so happy with the results. Looking forward to it. I feel like there was not a lot of like you know major moves. I think some of the the, the cops from NXT may have been a little shocked. Like, oh, well, I didn't see that one coming. What? But what? You know who got drafted to Raw? Imperial. Who? Yeah. And the Miz, which means what I talked about last week. The Miz and the IC title now are reunited. Whew, can't wait for that. But it wasn't. It wasn't necessarily sitting there. Like, oh my god, that happened! Like there's nothing really like that. No, you know what I mean. So uh, I, I, I think, I think maybe that's why it wasn't necessarily trending because you know Triple H did, you know, put this draft over to be the biggest draft of all time. Good job by Triple H. Triple H. Maybe a little bit of a letdown. Not too sure. We still have another night to go. But moving on, putty to humble wrestling at wrestling humble. Says this, Sammy and KO are still the tag team champions. The downfall of the bloodline continues. Of course, he's talking about that nice main event that we had on SmackDown. Tag team champions were on the line. Looked like the Usos would win this thing. Rumors happen that Sammy Zayn and KO may not last long as tag team champions, especially with the Saudi Arabia show coming up. Oh, but shit. Nope. Yeah. Keep forgetting about but that. Nope. Yeah. Not the case here. So. Like this, 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 this guy on Twitter, humble wrestling, brings up a good point. Is it over for the bloodline? Are we seeing the the end here? I feel like we've been saying that for the last couple months. The way they've been teasing this, uh, but now it's come come to a point, and it's all building up to what happens on Raw. Do they get drafted to SmackDown, or are they going to be excommunicated to the ocean of oblivion, as Paul Heyman beautifully said tonight? Like, it was away for Monday night, and if they are drafted to SmackDown, uh, then yes, it is the. Uh, the ending point of the bloodline. Did you find it weird? It, it broke out before the draft even happened that the Usos were going to be on a separate night be, to be drafted. No, I thought it fit the storyline. Okay, I thought it fit nicely. So I feel like they they're teasing big time. They're teasing oh, yeah. this big time. Like they, 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 this is the split the bloodline, and, and that would be a big deal because they're just probably the one of the most dominant factions we've seen WWE in a long time. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe ever. And evolution. It, it, it would be, I think it would be pretty shocking. Then what for Usos at that point? Usos are the best tag team in that in that company. They do whatever they want. Does, does Solo turn him? Does he deliver the spike on them? On his own brothers? His own brothers to, to appease the tribal chief? Again, great, great anticipation, great build, great storytelling here. I'm so excited. We have to wait till Monday, and something's got, something's got to happen at Backlash. Oh, for sure. Something, something does have to happen here. I don't know. I, I don't necessarily know if that's going to be the case or not because it's just how can you break up the bloodline? They're, they're, they're so hot. You know, I, I feel like there's layers here to go. 
But this, they're they hot because of this, the teasing the breakup. Right. They're teasing the breakup. But does, a tease can go so far. But does to actually happen? And then what, though? Is there, like, a new formation of the bloodline? Because the bloodline isn't necessarily then dead completely. It's just, like, you know, you just have a section out. But there's only two people, then. Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. There, there are plenty of other people in that family that could be called up. Yeah, but would they have a big enough impact of, oh, who's this? What's going on? Who's this guy? <laughs> right. And another one. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? But I hope it doesn't end. I'm excited. I like the way they're telling the story of teasing it, but they got to build up to either ending it or just having a uh, reunite, reuniting as one solid faction. Yeah, they they have to. I think it would be to the benefit for them to reunite because then if, say, for example, if the Usos do get drafted to another brand, if for that to end that way, I think it would be, it would be pretty lackluster, I think. Or does that story continue that technically they're still not as communicated, but they're still officially the members of the bloodline? But I don't know. There's, there's many ways to go with this. We'll see what happens after Monday night. Well, Putty, that is all I have for TV, my man. Props to Indy Hartwell, dude. She gets injured. She's been in NXT for years. Finally becomes women's champion. Gets injured during that match. Hurts her ankle or leg. You see that, see that spot, and she definitely landed her, her ankle bent the wrong way. Uh, and they took, her, they took her to the back. Mid-match, they got to change the ending. They changed the ending to Tiffany Stratton winning the championship. But India Hartwell comes out limping on one leg to finish the match as it was already planned. And now she's you see her tonight walk, wearing a boot with a crutch. God knows how long she's out for. Heart of a champion, dude. Props to her for finishing that match. She didn't have to, but she did. Props to her. Buddy, you're an NXT guy. You saw two NXT champions get called up so yeah. far. Uh, how does that? Did you have the Shawn Michaels expression on your face? Like, oh, uh, like what happens now with NXT? No, because NXT is an evolving like thing. That that NXT is built to have people leave them to go to the main roster, much like the XFL is built for people to join the XFL to go to the NFL. But my co-host disagrees with that. Um, I was surprised with Isla Dawn and Alba Fire getting drafted. I love. Yeah, that there thing. was no mention. There was no like chatter about that leading nope. up to the draft about that I, team possibly being called up but I, that was I, a swerve i love that team love isla dawn so that should be exciting what happens to the tag team championships going forward but in the heart roll I was, wasn't i was surprised as well talked about last week she should get called up if she lost but she won but now she's dirt you know what's great about that team being called up though is the fact that they are a team right now but they can both go oh, as yeah. individuals we've seen that happen before and so it, this is a big get for what was it smackdown i got them yes and you also have now get for the, a women's actual tag team in the tag team division, which is a division that's lacking actual tag teams. We'll see how much longer that women's tag team division uh, <laughs> goes We're on the main about, roster. Like, like you just said, how, how long is it going to last for? Because if the titles are getting div- divided, that championship goes between brands. Right. And there's definitely not right. depth in that division to have two titles on two brands. That, that's why I don't, I don't necessarily think it's going to last that much longer. I, I, I think... I think, dude, we we keep going back to this. I think they do need to just get rid of that and have a um, a mid card title for the women because there there is enough talent to go for that. Yeah, the mid card title. Yeah, I've been saying that since I'll I'll be blue in the face. But the women's tag team champions originally were to be defended on all three brands. Yes, that only happened like what twice? A couple maybe? times because Bailey and Bailey and Sasha went to NXT several times during the pandemic, the Thunderdome era. So maybe they unify those titles and bring them back to the original plan because, again, the women's tag team division is very weak in all three brands. 
And this might give some sort of credit, not credibility, uh, some sort of life to it. But again, this that's a very, very weak division. But we'll see what happens with that. That's all I got for TV. We want some go home thoughts, Mark. What do you got for me this week? Oh, hey, buddy. What do I have for you, man? It's my daughter's birthday. Yes. Happy birthday. It's one. You kept a human being Very... alive for 12 months. Congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's an exciting time. It, it's, it sucks that she's sick. Yeah. You know, like for her first birthday. So that's unfortunate. But hey, man, we did. We kept a human being alive for one year. <laughs> Amazing. Many more years to go. Yeah. One down, uh, 89 left. 89. Hopefully she's a ripe old age of 90. I mean, you won't be around, but hopefully she... I, mean, I was going to say, I, I won't be around. <laughs> hopefully she is a... Hopefully teach her and give her the skills enough to last a long life for her. Hopefully. Hopefully. Hey, buddy. I got to say, man. Much love to you. Oh, you gave... Well, you. You, you. You gave our daughter her first Christmas gift. That's right. And you also gave her her first birthday gift. It's amazing, isn't it? It is. It's a memorable... Uh, something you never forget. I mean, she won't remember. But, no, uh, she won't. As as we do. As long as you do. We good. remember. <laughs> People don't forget. So thank you for that, my man. My pleasure. Hopefully uh, she enjoys the baby Yoda. Hopefully you do your job as a father and teach her the ways of Star Wars. This is the way. You know, it's funny. My uh, my dog actually thought for quite a bit no. that that toy was for her. Yeah, no. I, 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 I had a feeling that. that we just, the way you just threw it in your daughter's playpen. I'm like, uh, you don't give a shit, dude. That fucking sucks. No, I, I do. She plays little stuff in there. You see other toys in yeah. there. But whatever, dude. But yeah, I mean, uh, she, I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to those pictures when she's happy of those onesies. Star Wars Baby Yoda onesies I got her. Hence why the Baby Yoda shirt I wore last show. A little Easter egg for Mark Schwann. He didn't pick up on it, but. I, I did. How, how, could, after you? how could, like, you? could you? It's like, I was editing the next day. I was like, huh. Oh. oh yeah. <laughs> we should have accomplished. Yeah. But yeah, it was like, you were nice enough to invite me out to uh, your house because I, could, I can't go to your her birthday because it's family only and no we had a good time i mean she didn't give a shit who i was she kept staring at me like who the fuck's this asshole <laughs> but uh i tried my best i'll win her over eventually no don't, don't worry man she gave us the same look when she was first born like who are you guys you <laughs> sure you sure you got this i yeah, don't think you I mean, do she didn't give me the time of fucking day but yeah we go to dinner and she's taking hi to everybody whatever <laughs> whatever <laughs> i think she was blown away by how big you were yeah maybe I'll tell you to your face. I'll tell people here listening to this show. I kept my word as a man to you. I will not get her Miami Dolphins stuff, but I will try to indoctrinate her and get her colors that associate with the Dolphins. And so far, so good. I don't hear yeah, her no, that, that was That was creative. Thank you. And it's more to come. Way more and more to come. I'm sure. Can't I'm wait. sure. I, I'm, probably next year you're going to get her like a, like a stuffed toy dolphin or something. <laughs> Next year, sorry, fucking waiting Amazon to get them to my house. <laughs> See, there, there, there it is. <laughs> yeah, congratulations to you, my friend. Congratulations to you, man. Happy birthday to you. Hope you guys have a good time at a party. Hope you're happy and healthy and enjoys it. Yeah, no, hopefully, man. Six days strong so far of her being sick. It's, it's wild. Anything else you want to talk about? No, no I got nothing else, my man. I, do you have anything? The floor is yours. I did have something, but I forgot what it was. Um, No, I don't. <laughs> Uh, I don't know much else about it, friends, so where can we find you on social medias? All right. Well, you can find me on my website, yourfavoriteactor.com. Uh, you can find episodes of Shot of Wrestling on there as well, along with our interviews. And make sure you follow us on all forms of social media, at Shot Wrestling. Check us out on YouTube. Yeah, there's a video portion of this podcast on YouTube split up in different clips. You can check it out on there. Watch it on your own leisure. 
And guys, please give us some reviews here. Let us know how we're doing. Five stars. If you think we deserve it, give us any type of star you think we deserve. That'd be awesome. Just see how we're doing. And uh, yeah, recommend to your friends. Please, yeah. The greatest compliment we can receive is a recommendation. I saw that at my doctor's office and I, it holds true. Inbox at ashawnarvesting.com. Our email is always open. Looking forward to hearing from you. Give us ideas you want to do, things you want to talk about, what show would you watch, what interviews you want to hear Mark. Who do you want to hear Mark interview going forward? Because a lot of stuff we don't know, especially on the West Coast, Midwest. A lot, of, a lot of untapped talent out there that we don't know. Let's bring it light to them. Like we did Sammy. Hell, man, my last interview was a wrestler from Canada, so that was awesome. Yeah, there's a little known name in the West Coast who we found and we reached out. We did an interview with him named Sammy Guevara. I'll wave that flag until the show's over. But yeah, so uh, we're always open for business. Let us know. So for Mark Schwan, I've been your host at Mark J Putty until. Next week, take care of yourself and each other.